not only does stress trigger those negative thoughts, but it also creates more stress. It leads to chronic stress where you're constantly worrying about potential problems, catastrophizing out, out, or outcomes, and dwelling on those negative events. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today's topic, the, the how negative self-talk affects us, um, I think is really important, right? I talk about the inner mean girl and the things that we say to ourselves matter. Words matter. And we tend to be our own worst critic. And so that negative self-talk is prevalent. It is... Um, it can really keep us playing small. And so today I wanted to talk about some of the other effects of negative self-talk. And then towards the end, I'll give you some ideas of ways that you can challenge her or quiet the inner mean girl, as I like to say, because we want to play bigger, right? We want to not have our self-doubts hold us back. And so there's no way to completely shut her up. There isn't, right? We have this negativity bias where we it keeps us safe, um, it keeps us comfortable, and it keeps us alive, right? And so there's no way to shut her up completely. There's always going to be new challenges in life. There's going to be new things that you come across or like that you come to in your journey. And so every time that happens, we want to build your confidence, but that inner mean girl or those that self-talk, it's going to keep coming up, but I'm going to teach you ways to be able to shut her down a lot quicker, right? I say her, the inner mean girl, there's self-critical talk, the the self-criticism that you may tend to do. So um, what is negative thinking or what is negative self-talk? It's those negative thoughts Again, it's a common part of the human experience. It's not something that we can completely get rid of, but it's very common. But when you have excessive or persistent negative thinking or negative self-talk, it can be a symptom of a deeper mental health issue. Um, Like I said, we have this negativity bias. We have this, it's a psychological phenomenon where people tend to give more attention and weight to negative information and experiences compared to positive one, right? Because it keeps, like I said, it keeps us safe. If we're being chased by, you know, back in, to bring it back to like evolution, back in the caveman days, um, we want to be aware of our surroundings. We're constantly thinking of the threats that are po- like what's posing a threat to our survival. And so that's a good thing, right? But 
as we've come to modern times, there's things that we continue to feel stress about because we're, I'm actually doing an entire stress workshop here in a couple of weeks. Actually, it's next week, but it's all about stress because we we have this proclivity or like we, we have this um, focus on the negative things because it's kept us alive and we continue to do it to this day. It's evolved as a survival mechanism where paying more attention to the potential threats or the dangers in the environment. It was essential for early human survival and it continues to be essential for our survival. The threats are just different, right? We don't have saber-toothed tigers chasing us these days, but we have traffic, right? And we have um, deadlines and we have these things that provide, like give us, like put pressure on us and so, the negative self-talk, it keeps us, it, I wouldn't say it keeps us moving forward, but it, it definitely does help us survive. And so we want to um, learn how to quiet that inner mean girl talk and that self-talk so that we can surpass that to overcome and continue doing what we want to be doing, right? Living our dreams. And so there's certain triggers that you may have noticed that that inner mean girl is even louder, right? Where we talk to ourselves even more negatively. Stress, I mentioned, you know, the pressure of deadlines and traffic. When we are under pressure, we may interpret those situations more negatively, or we may even catastrophize those potential outcomes. Have you ever said, what if, right? Like the worst case scenario, that's usually what our minds go to. But I want you to challenge that, right? We'll get into that. But what can you be speaking? You know, when we are challenging that negative self-talk, we're introducing self-compassion and kindness. We're, we're learning to talk to ourselves like we would a dear friend and learning to be our biggest cheerleader rather than our worst critic. But when you feel stressed, you may tend to go to that worst case scenario. And what if I don't do it? What if I, you know, what if I don't get that thing in, in time? What if I, you know, what happens if, I can never think of examples under pressure, but like what happens if um, the worst thing happens, you know, you kind of go down that rabbit hole. And so that tends to happen when you're feeling more stress. Past trauma can be a trigger for those negative self-talk, for the negative self-talk. Experience of trauma or past negative events can lead to intrusive negative thinking. Traumatic memories can resurface and trigger negative thinking patterns. Relationship issues, when you're feeling conflict or you're having difficulty in your relationships, whether with partners, with parents, you know, family members or friends, this can trigger a lot of negative thoughts, not about, not just about yourself, but also others. So being aware that if you're having relationship issues, you need to get a handle on these negative thoughts, which is, you know, another reason why it's important to learn how to challenge the negative or the inner mean girl. Um, socially comparing yourself right here, right? Like Instagram, Facebook, TikToks, like even if it's un, like unconsciously comparing yourself with others, you can, you, you know, it may trigger a lot of negative thoughts thinking, you know, maybe feelings of jealousy or feelings of not enough. It could um, 
trigger some insecurities about yourself about not being enough. And it's important to be aware of that and seeing like, how is this affecting me? Am I feeling like less than after I start watching, you know, Instagram reels, for instance? And how can you separate yourself from that? Um, because it can really trigger those feelings of inadequacy and a negative self-perception. Perfectionism, setting unrealistically high standards for yourself and then not meeting them can lead to self-criticism and negative thinking. So being aware of if you're struggling with perfectionism and it may not be that obvious to you, but taking that step back and seeing like, are my expectations too high, right? I've done lots of Facebook lives and um, you know, our challenge, I've talked about it, is that idea of a good mom. And like, what is your definition? And if you're setting these like super high, like that you have to do it all, you have to be it all, you have to take care of everyone and everything and, you know, kind of have that control, then it's unrealistic to expect yourself to do that. But yet you hold yourself to this high ideal and then you end up feeling inadequate. Like you feel like, you know, you're not measuring up to those expectations that you're making. And it can really like self-talk can really lean towards that negative thing. Like you're not good enough. Um, isolation and loneliness. Feeling isolated or lonely can lead to negative, let me talk, can lead to negative thoughts about one's social worth and belonging. Um, you know, it's important we, we grow like by being in a community, by being with other people. And if you're feeling that loneliness, it can really perpetuate the negative thought cycles. And then low self-esteem. If you have low self-esteem, you're more prone to negative thinking about yourself and your abilities. So maybe doing some work on fostering and building your self-esteem can help to um, reduce the negative thoughts that you're having. So how does negative self-talk, if you have any questions about that, let me know in the question in the comment section. Um, let me know, hashtag replay if you're watching the replay, if you're watching live. Let me know, do you struggle with any of those? Do you struggle with like perfectionism or, you know, stress? Have you noticed that when any of these are happening, that you tend to have more negative thoughts? What are the negative thoughts that you've been having, right? Like, is it that you're not good enough? Is it that you're failing as, a, as like a mom or as a, in your profession? Like, be honest, like take an honest look at what is going on. If you don't feel comfortable saying it in the comments, I get it, right? But like, let me know if any of these triggers, if you've noticed that any of these, when these triggers happen, if you tend to have more negative thoughts. Um, healthy thinking does not mean avoiding all negative thoughts or emotions. It's totally natural to have negative thoughts from time to time, right? The key is how you respond to them right? That you don't let them drag on or you don't ruminate or that you don't go down that rabbit hole or, you know, the thought cycle. You want to, like a spiral, I meant, um, you want to be more proactive and recognize, identify what are those thoughts and then work through the process to actually challenge them and reframe them in a healthier way. Negative thinking can come across as like that pessimistic perspective, like nothing's ever going to go right. Um, things are always going to be bad. Self-criticism, self-blame, like blaming yourself when it's, when you back up, like you see like, you know what, there's other factors in play here. I'm not, 
the only one to blame or I'm not to blame here. But, you know, when you fall into that pattern of constantly self-blaming, that's when it's time to step back and take a look at like what's going on here. Catastrophizing, that worst case scenario. Um, constantly going to that, the what ifs. Ruminating, all or nothing thinking. Things are all the time, you know, things are always terrible. I never do, you know, nothing, nothing good ever happens to me. Um, a lot of that all or nothing thinking and not looking at the gray area. And then there's self-doubts. You know, I'm not going to be able to do it. I can't do this. Like maybe you're thinking of starting a business and you're like, all of those self-doubts, you know, everyone's already doing it. I'm, you know, not going to be good enough. Those can, you know, really cause a problem and keep you playing small. Now, so healthy thinking would be just that opposite. You know, real having a realistic perspective. Sure, you know, let's go back to that starting a business thing. Like, sure, it's going to be hard, but knowing that you can figure it out, right? Not letting that worst case scenario hold you back and saying, well, you know, what's the worst that could happen? And letting that play to the end, you know, and then what? And then what? And then what? And then ultimately knowing that you're going to be okay. One of the things we, you know, let me just do a little side note here. One of the things that happens when we do the worst case scenario is we forget to factor in ourselves, right? Usually it would never get to that very worst scenario that you're imagining because you have the intelligence to stop it, to recognize like, oh, you know, let me do something different and let me intervene. So when we're thinking of that worst case scenario, we don't factor ourselves in. So I want you to factor yourself in. Likely it would never get to that worst case scenario because you would have, you know, put the brakes on it and turned it around way before that. Hey moms, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've got to get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters, a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, Reequate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper, and finally, get your Z's. Practicing mindfulness. These are all things that um, turn that negative thinking around or characterize healthier thinking rather than that negative thinking. Introducing self-compassion, right? I mentioned about what would a friend do? How can you talk to yourself with more compassion and kindness in a way that you would tell or that the way you would talk to a loved one or a friend? This whole live is about the impact of negative self-talk. So let's talk about some of the consequences of always having these negative thoughts. One is, you know, increased stress. Not only does stress trigger those negative thoughts, but it also creates more stress. It leads to chronic stress where you're constantly worrying about potential problems, catastrophizing out, out or outcomes and dwelling on those negative events. Um, it can have detrimental effects on your mental and physical health. 
the other day I went to a training on inflammation and super interesting. I wanted it to be more, I thought it was going to be more about like the effect of inflammation on our mental health, like on depression and anxiety, because I know that it definitely, you know, influences it, but it was more just on like the general health and a lot of, not a lot of it, but quite a, quite a portion, big portion of the um, training had to do with stress and how like that creates more inflammation and that more inflammation creates more stress on your body, right? Like, so it's like that cycle and same thing here, the stress can, can trigger your negative thoughts, but then it also can create that chronic stress, which creates havoc, right? Anxiety, negative thinking is closely linked to anxiety disorders, excessive worrying, anticipating negative outcomes, and irrational fears can contribute to heightened anxiety levels. So if you are struggling with anxiety, you definitely want to get a handle on your negative thinking. It can also lead to depression. Persistent feelings of hopelessness, low self-esteem, and a negative view of the future are hallmark symptoms of depression. So if you think that you have depression, then I advise you to get professional help right? Go see a therapist, go do something, go do, you know, there's lots of modalities that can help, not just therapy, but of course I'm a therapist. So I'm going to recommend that, but there's lots of modalities that can help you overcome that depression. Low self-esteem, negative self-talk, self-criticism. I mean, imagine telling your child, you know, the things that you're telling yourself in your mind, telling your child that not, you know, you guys aren't going to do that, but it can definitely erode the self-esteem of a child. How do you, like, it's definitely doing the same to you. And so when you're engaging in that negative thinking, it often results in having a poor self-image, self-esteem, lack of confidence in in yourself. Um, And then reduced resilience. It can impair your ability to bounce back from setbacks and challenges. It can lead to a sense of helplessness and and an inability to cope effectively. Um, I already mentioned, you know, the stress that it causes on your body and on your, it can affect your mental health, but it also can affect your physical health, right? Stress is um, linked to cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, weakened immune system, um, and just getting sick more often. So it's good to get a handle and get, get, start managing those negative thoughts. And then finally, it can affect your relationships. If you're constantly telling yourself, you know, being critical and telling yourself these things that you can't do it, that, you know, you're not worthy or, you know, you, you know, I'm all about like making time for yourself in this group. So if you're constantly telling yourself there's other things more important than me, um, whether you're consciously telling this or you're not, right? Like just the way you're spending your time and, you know, other people's time is more important than my time and all of these things that you're telling yourself, right? It's going to affect your relationships because you're going to feel like you're less than. Um, you can project your negative thoughts onto others and it can definitely lead to conflicts and misunderstandings and just have this negative effect on your relationships. So again, all of these reasons are reasons why it's so important to get a handle and start managing your negative thoughts. 
Attention supermoms, are you ready to rediscover yourself, unleash your potential, and connect with a community of like-minded women? It's time to join the Moms Without Capes Inner Circle, where we're all about empowering you. Inside, you'll find resources, live events, and access to the exclusive Unstoppable Self-Growth Book Club, all designed to help you shine in and out of your mom hat. The best part, it's totally affordable, way less than you'd spend on individual coaching, yet coaching is part of the package. Get ready to embark on this transformational journey. You are worth it. Prioritize yourself, invest in your growth, and become part of our inspiring community. Visit www.momswithoutcapes.com backslash circle and say yes to your incredible journey of self-discovery. Your family and your future self will thank you. Don't miss out, super moms. Join the Moms Without Capes inner circle today. You'll find the link in the show notes of today's episode. So how can you, right? Like we know how it's affecting us. It's affecting us physically, mentally, emotionally, our relationships, right? It has a profound effect, these negative thoughts. So I want to offer you some tips on how to reduce the negative thinking. Um, one is just taking a step back. Okay. I know that your days are full, but doing some self check-ins to become more self-aware of your thoughts and your emotions and your behaviors, taking that step back, whether you do some journaling, whether you just do some meditative, like just thinking, um, you know, giving yourself that space, start with five minutes, maybe before you go to sleep or in that early morning. And just, what am I feeling right now? How, where is that feeling showing up? Where's that emotion showing up in my body, right? Like maybe you're feeling tense in your, in your shoulders or you're feeling heavy, or maybe you have like a bit of a headache. Like I want you to get curious about what is going on in your body and in your mind and in your heart, right? Feelings aren't just felt in your heart. They're felt all over your body. And I want you to start noticing that. So becoming more self-aware. I'm going to give you a thought diary. This is something you can go ahead and I'll, I'll give you, um, I'll give you the diary. Just let me know in the comments if you want it. Actually, this is how it'll work. I'm like, how am I going to get this deal? Okay. Let me know. Just put the word diary in the comments and I will message you and send you the thought diary, which is going to help you kind of get organized. You know, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? How can we reframe that and introduce self-compassion and start, you know, getting away from those negative thoughts? Going to help you um, just start like noticing those mood shifts, you know, because our thoughts are influencing the way you feel. And so when you start shifting the mood, when you start like feeling like a little bit like frustrated or irritated or angry or like whatever that that mood like shifts to that is those moments that I want you to say like what was the thought the negative thoughts that are fueling a lot of times you know a lot of our thoughts our negative thoughts are automatic they're based on the beliefs that are totally ingrained in your mind and so you tend to feel but not realize that those thoughts are actually fueling or contributing to the way you feel. And so we want to create some, some distance between the situation and the feeling to be able to identify what is the thought that you're having, because then we can start shifting that thought. So this, this thought diary is going to help you do that. Seeking supports from friends, family, 
therapists, right? Some professionals. Um, my background is cognitive behavioral therapy. So that's exactly what we do. We look at the negative thoughts and the behaviors that are, you know, that you're experiencing so that we can start shifting them and changing them. And then that ultimately changes not just how you feel, but your whole life. Um, and then actively going against those thoughts. So taking action that is contrary to what you're thinking. So you think like, I can't do this, right? I want you to take action to do it. Could be a small action, right? Get something that's going to get you out of that comfort zone. Practicing self-care when you don't feel like it, when you don't have it in you. I want you to, you know, I've done other things, other Facebook lives and podcast episodes about like motivation, like motivating yourself to do the thing that you want to do, but can't seem to get to do, right? Sometimes just doing something little, right? Like if you want to, let me think, you wanted to, say you wanted to lose weight, right? Like you feel like that's it, but like this constant self-critical, like you'll never do it. Like what, you know, is holding you back. And um, those self-doubts start coming, right? I want you to put your sneakers on. To put your sneakers on and walk out the door. Like do something that's going to be contrary to what your thoughts are and what those self-doubts, like prove yourself wrong. Um, but, you know, depends on what you want to do. I want you to just take action against it and practice self-care. Do something for yourself because you are 100% responsible for your own life and your own happiness. And just because you are your own worst critic doesn't mean that you cannot also be your own best cheerleader. So let's let's make that change. Um, if you have any questions about this or you're struggling with this, um, let me know in the comments or send me a DM. Let's talk about this because it is so important to get start managing those negative thoughts that you're having so that you can play bigger, you can live bigger, right? We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.